Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Lowell's. It is Wednesday night. We are coming off of a big show last week, a Vegas Dave deep dive. But this week, we, of course, have the Masters. It was time to get back in those betting and DFS streets and to bring in uh, our guest of honor here to help guide us through these Masters waters. Uh, Matt Jones, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is uh, this is nice. I feel like you're uh, your Masters correspondent or something. Yeah, we because we did. I was checking our group last group DM. It was from November. What major yeah. was was yep. it? Masters? Yeah, because <laughs> the COVID COVID Masters. Yeah, the yeah. COVID adjusted Masters. Okay, yeah. so yes, you uh, you know, everyone has their kind of um their roles now on this show, and I think you've entrenched yourself as our Masters guy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, congratulations, Matt, uh, a, a father once again. Yeah. Yep. Got that- uh, got two. Got is to that, now, so. I, I don't know if that's the way you say it. A father once yeah. again. Yeah. It works. Like, okay. Like All it. right. Yeah. Nice. It's, true. So you, it's factual. Have you been uh not sleeping much this week? Um, I I actually I hate saying it because like people hate you, but like this baby is like sleeping like a dream. Um it's been it's been like super easy. <laughs> like all week so um yeah i i'm sure it'll i'm sure it'll stop uh at some point but i'm actually uh i'm actually reasonably rested all things considered they're very nice and brian i i think i got a random dm a couple days ago from someone on sunday and said you won 100k so i i believe you're a new father again as well (laughs) (laughs) what what sport was that baseball nice nice my YouTube is not working once again. Oh, actually, that might be my fault, uh, Brian. <laughs> Can you now, pump that through? Or is now it try just- it. Now try it. I was um I was censoring you from your people. <laughs> Should be good now. Sorry nice. about that. Let me refresh. Um, while Brian is is troubleshooting here, uh, Matt, we're gonna talk a little DFS, uh, some sports betting. You got your stuff up on Rotoviz. Got a podcast got the the master's preview article what's kind of your uh 10,000 foot overview uh for this contest this week um yeah i mean i think i think everything kind of starts and ends with what you are deciding to do with speed um I, I mean i think that's kind of where it starts and ends honestly it's like are you are you building a bunch of lineups and just completely avoiding them or um are you are you just going all in? Because I don't really think there's much of an argument to just sort of like put a toe in the water there. And it seems like Spieth is going to be highest owned by a pretty significant amount based on the ownership projections I'm seeing. Is that what you got too, Brian? Yeah, I like 30. What, what did you have, Matt? Yeah, I'm, I was actually updating right before the show. I, I'm like low, like 31, 32 right now. I, yeah. I don't that know. I I think in the in the ten dollar that'll probably be right. Have more noobs in there. He's hot. Spieth, like what? What do you think if his? Let's say before his little run here, if he had like an average performance, he would probably be owned. Obviously, his price would be different, but um, yeah. he'd probably be on like forty percent or something. Because he he was he. I mean, he had what a year of being shit on by DFS touts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting watching this whole thing evolve, right? Like it's been it was year literal years um with him basically just being sort of a joke like how like how did he do what he did? Like was it a complete fluke or what? And now it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well maybe like I personally like Speeth. Um I, I know that a lot of people don't uh for a bunch of reasons, I think, probably because people waste a lot of money on him over the past couple of years and because uh, he doesn't always come off as the most likable guy in the world. But, um, yeah, I just feel like he 
Uh, he he'll be owned at Augusta no matter what kind of form he comes in with. And this year, obviously, it's the best that we've seen him uh, come in probably ever. Then why why is his like? I'm just looking here too by uh, you know win probability, and he's like ninth or tenth here. Even guys with uh, lower salary, Webb Simpson, Victor Hovland, uh, Berger, all these guys better win probability. Why is he? Is it just because of last week that we're getting this big ownership boost? No, his his odds compared to his his salary are pretty pretty damn good. Yeah. So um, here I got it on my site. Uh, no, no, no. But I was specifically listing guys that had a uh, higher win probability and lesser uh, a lower salary than him. Who? Simpson, Hovland, and no, Berger. No, that they're wrong. Then I, uh, I have... Osimo, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Speed's like six percent chance. Um, yeah. Webs 2.6 this is what I got anyways. All right. Last time um, I guess I'm unsubscribing. Maybe he originates his ownership, but if you're using uh any Vegas lines, you're gonna get you're gonna get higher than than 2.93%. Okay. Um yeah, so I have him one, two, three, four, five, sixth best chance to win above Rory. And um what's the salary here? Three, six, ninth salary. So that's why. Okay. Uh, I did it, just. It also, that doesn't make any sense. So, like, if, if his odds were that low, his ownership wouldn't be that high. Yeah. I'm, I'm, li- I, I'm, I, I don't want to throw Osmo under the bus, but he does I have think it's him time. at 2.6. I think it's time we, we do that. <laughs> All right. He has, uh, Jordan Speed that 2.67% win percentage, ninth in the field. So. Take it up with your local Osimo tout. Don't kill the messenger. Wait, is is that is that Vegas odds or like a like some, like their odds? That's what uh, I'm saying. He must originate his own lines. Yeah. So he's right, now I got to say what I have, Spieth, because I didn't bet him <laughs> o- for obvious reasons. Like how the hell? Um, there, there's just there's no value there for me. Um, let's see what I have here. What is he? Ninety four hundred. Here, let me. Yeah, see. that's that's what I have met. I have two point three. Uh, yeah, so let me let me go to the. I didn't mean side. for this uh, this Masters preview to get this, so in depth in the weeds. Over. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have mentioned speed. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, this is the whole conversation, right? Like this yeah. is this is what's happening with everybody. Even like my buddies who don't like play DFS that much or bet that much are like asking me about speed. You know what I mean? Like everybody is talking about speed, um, which I think probably gives some interesting uh so, under the radar people that um, that 365 has him at 8.3 percent fanduel 7.3 DraftKings 7.7 william hill 8.3 these are one-way lines um let's let's uh you guys keep talking i'm gonna go to the bookmaker versus where have you have you done any of your mme runs yet matt Um, as far as like what I'm, what I'm playing this week. Yeah. Like what, what percentage of speed did you end up in your first runs? Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just fully fading. Um, I think actually, I really, I really wanted to ask Brian this question. The, I always struggle sort of batting this around with like, you know, X guy at whatever price at whatever ownership, like what do you consider them like paying off their salary? Right. Like obviously, DraftKings golf is a, a six-way parlay and you have to get a bunch of other shit right also. But yeah. um like realistically, if he's gonna be 30, 35% owned, he probably has to finish in the top like five at his price, Brian. I don't know. What it what's like what are, what's your thought there? Like Yeah, I would I don't use I don't use those because I build out like a full sim and then just it picks it for me kind of kind of deal. Um but if I wasn't doing that, yeah, I would definitely look at those and compare. Like as long as you're doing some adjustment for ownership, I think it kind of works itself out. Um, you know, that's something on on leverage that uh, Pete and I talked about like almost a year ago where people think leverage is like I have more than the field, therefore I have leverage. It's like, well, at least in my opinion, that's not leverage at all. Right. That's just you having more than the field. Like, what if your guy sucks, or what if you you don't know that he's not even going to play? 
Like that's not leverage. Like leverage is in for some reason, like if that guy does bad, your guy will do good. Let's say they're oppositely correlated or something. Right. Right. In basketball or something like that, or, you know, whatever, for any of those type of reasons or, um, for ownership purposes, like even in, in, in golf, I always think of it as, um, the salary ranges as like positions kind of right. Like, 20, 10,200 and above is so one position, you know, 9,000 is a position, 8,000 is a position. Right. And like all those guys in that range. And so, that you know, the the leverage could be found there too. Um, I do have the the speed numbers up. But, yeah, it, it, to, to more fully go into what I do, um, after I kind of like sim out all these like various lineup options, um, um, golf is like – gotten really sharp over the last couple of years dfs wise yeah i know sports betting wise too um and there's that's probably there's a correlation there of, of course but so like you're not gonna see a lot of edge i don't think where the field's at speed at this and you're like no this is a definite fade or different like i think a lot of people are just thinking they know more than they do and like nope this is a bad spot for speed I'm going underneath, but I don't know. Like the, it really matches up at certain points during this football season. I, I sent Pete some DMS too. I'm like, look at this. Like, like there's no, the ownership's like pretty much where it should be on all these players, except for like a few of them. Like James Robinson was under own a lot during this, yeah. the season. So it's, it's, it's tough in golf. Golf's, yeah. It's, it's really random now too. Like it's, it's a tough DFS game. I mean, if I would, I think of it more, this is probably one of my last majors where I'm going to put down a significant amount of money. Like, I don't know how much I have, but it's like 40 or 50,000 going just on DraftKings. So like if I don't win or do decently well, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm going to keep playing golf, but I'm not going to go crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, oh, go ahead, Matt. No, I was just going to say, just it, like to piggyback off of that, you know, like five years ago, uh, if a guy missed a cut, like he wouldn't be owned the next week. And like that just, you know, like you could you could have like a top 15 golfer in the world. And if he missed a cut, people would be like pissed and not play in the following week. And now yep. that like even like little stuff like that, just there, there's just too much. There's too much analysis. Everybody knows everything. We know mm. like what we should be looking for to fade guys and, and not to fade guys. And it, that kind of stuff just doesn't happen anymore. It's I've I've switched probably from. Uh, originally only playing DFS. Now I probably am at like 90% of my volume is betting and 10% is DFS, like just for fun, really. Do you have any uh, bets on Spieth in the, uh, I don't know, the the T20 type markets? Um, every, every year uh, around Thanksgiving, I pick a future for Spieth at the Masters because I can't, uh, I can't deal with, the course history garbage. That's like kind of my thing of like, not, not really valuing course history. So I just always have a future on him uh, at the masters, just as like an emotional, emotional hedge. There you go. So who is, uh, what guys, uh, Brian, I assume you're, you don't have a ton of speed based on that ownership. I, I do. I have um, 100%. No, I have uh, 35% <laughs> as of right now. Okay. I was, All right, like so I you, said before we started, like I might, I might do one more, one more time my process, and then that seems a little high for you. He okay. he. So like, as I kind of like make smaller adjustments based off my sim, he what I had I had like under the field, but as I'm like kind of getting rid of some lineups, he started gradually going up to being over the field. But he really was on the cusp of a fade, too, which. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I really don't know what to do with him. If this was two years ago, like Matt was saying, I think he'd be like 40% on because he won last week. Yeah. So like, I don't know if you even want to make those adjustments in your ownership guesses, but if he was, if he ends up being 37 or something, then I'm, I would probably be off him. So Brian, do you think, so every, I feel like every week there's a handful of guys cause you know, I do, I do my ownership projections and I follow it pretty closely. And I know you, you do as well. Um, do you think that Spieth is more likely to come like well under 
what everybody's expecting or you think he's like more likely to go over what people are expecting you know if that makes sense like i think i think we could be surprised either way i just don't know which way it's gonna go <laughs> i know nowadays who knows but like i mean if i had a bat and let's say what's the over under 31 if yeah. like the over under yeah 31 let's say um i would say in the ten dollar I'd, I'd bet the over if it was yeah. like no vague um but yeah if he came in at 28 that wouldn't shock me yeah we got uh like moving down the other big chalk uh ttt rock says connors i was seeing uh paul casey maybe being the second guy behind spieth then you got some of the big hitters up there uh bryson and justin thomas anyone else in the mega chalk range i'm missing no i don't think so no yeah, it seems like everyone else is going. There's kind of I'm seeing like Spieth and Casey, and then a little tear break with uh, Bryson, Justin, Berger. Now kind of all bunched up there. This is also this is also pretty spread out because yeah. it's an 88 man field, but really it's a 72 man field. Yeah, because you know if you're if you're putting a whole bunch of let's see here. Ian Woosman in your lineups. You're probably well, not Sandy Lyle action. Yeah, Sandy Lyle, Larry Mice. Um I don't even know who Joe Long is. <laughs> but is that I mean that might be me, but um yeah, Freddie Couples. He could withdraw after you know around with his bat. He's got a bad back. VJ Singh's a million years old. Like, you know, a couple of those guys might make the cut. You never I mean they it seems like one does every year, Bernard Langer. Had a good one a couple years ago. But anyways, so it's 50-plus ties make the cut. So, you know, everyone's getting in. <laughs> yeah. Unless some crazy stuff happens, which there probably will be one of these guys who misses the cut. Let's – um, who else up here then for you, Matt, is going to be your your kind of pivot off of Spieth? Who are, who are the guys you want to prioritize up here? Um, as far as like around that, around that price, like I'll, I'll just take, I'll just take Reed, like go, go a hundred dollars less or go a couple hundred dollars more and play can um, for, for the, like a pretty significant, uh, ownership discount. And I really like Hovland this week too. He's, he's a little bit cheaper where it's probably not in the same like decision-making process for that lineup spot, but, um, He's, you know, 8,700. So a $700 difference is probably a bit, a bit too much to really be like a true price pivot. But those, those are the three guys that I'm, that I'm sort of uh, targeting in DFS. Yeah. I was getting a bunch of Hovland in, in my runs. Uh, Also a decent amount of Webb Simpson too. Yeah. I'm fading both those guys as of right now. I feel great about it. I'm fading, fading a lot of guys in that 10 to 20. Uh, salary range uh ranking wise anyways well this is also kind of contest specific because i'm actually trying to win a crypto punk i don't kind of know what kind of crazy shit you're doing in your yeah that, that, yeah how many people are in that one i i entered that too did you did, how many did you put like in? i do you think we might get some overlay in this bad boy all the dfs you're gonna need don't it. Know what the, i know yeah i i've seen the math on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're up to eleven hundred and ten out of eighteen eighteen. Um, all right, I'll I can dig that. We need see what we need to get is all the uh NFT bros in here to to come and play this contest. Soften it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I I should do that. I, someone should do an NFT clubhouse tonight where they teach them how to make a DraftKings lineup. <laughs> um do, do you oh, touch on uh, Kepka? No. Yeah, talk to me about Kepka. Well, I'm I'm interested in Matt's take. What do you think about his wrist? And it's a major, the major, uh, whatever thesis. Yeah, I mean, look, I think I think he's, uh, you know, good good for him for uh, for making it out. Um, I I just I don't see him. I feel like we're going to be surprised by his ownership. Like I think he's going to come in a little bit higher. I think a lot of people. Um, not, you know, not to the point where he's going to be like chalky, but I think he's going to be more popular than we think. From my perspective, I think that it's, it's a big ask for him to go through what he went through with the surgery. And even just like he even said it, like just walking the course uh, for four straight days is more than he's done so far. Um, So I feel like I'd rather just like 
bet him as a top 10 maybe and, and just fade him. Uh, like he actually has a decent number. I think it was at bet three, six, five. Um, I think they, they actually moved him up a little bit close to, I think he almost hit 30 today. Um, what's that? 3.4 chance of winning 3.4%. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would rather, I'd rather just play it that way. And if he, you know, if he gets, if he gets a decent finish, he gets a decent finish and my, uh, my betting ledger will go up a little bit, but I, I don't really feel, I don't feel like I have to go there. Like, like I said before, Reed is right there. Even Finau is right there. Hovland's right. Like there's plenty of guys that you could play there at similar ownership with a lot less risk. Like there, there's a tail risk that he pulls out, you know, halfway through, uh, his round one day, even if he makes a cut, like <laughs> that's, that's possible. Yeah. I think it's kind of small cause he's probably doing bad anyways. If that happens, I think, I think, but there is a chance that he's doing pretty well and he just can't finish, but I think it's pretty small. Yeah. I, so Pete, it looks like you have something to say, but I want to, no, no, okay. Spieth. So here, here's, here's what I think the take on Spieth should be. If you think he's like 2.5, 3% chance to win, fade him. If you think he's like 35 or more owned, fade him. If you look at the Vegas odds, now I have them up here. Um, this isn't the you know the bookmaker tournament matchup odds. These are really helpful for people uh, in deciding who you want. Bookmakers got him favored over McElroy, one minus one twenty five to minus one hundred five. Favored over Cantlay, right? Uh, dog to Bryson, obviously. Dog to John. Dog to. Uh, uh, Dustin and favorite over Berger minus one thirty two plus one hundred two. Right. Yeah. So if you believe the matchup odds on Bookmaker, which is the sharpest golf book out there, according to a lot of people, two point five isn't right. Gotcha. Um, Matt, of those kind of uh, names Brian just listed up uh, off there at the top, do you like any of them for outright? bets uh this week the i was i was just saying this uh earlier today like the there's such like a a concentration um across all books on these like top five guys uh that i just like i'm not i'm not at a in a position where i can like hope that I'm hitting 11 one shots in, in golf outrights. <laughs> um, that's, that's not, that's not my deal. Um, I think every week there's, there's sort of two ways that I make my card. I either pick one of the favorites, then pick a couple of guys like in the forties and fifties, and then a couple of bombs, or I kind of live like in the, you know, twenties, thirties and forties with like a bunch of guys. And that's what I'm doing this week. I'm, it wouldn't surprise me if any of the very top guys won, obviously, but I, I just, I'm not showing any value on, on any of them with the way that, uh, everything was sort of lined up this week. Yeah. Colin asking if we think, uh, everyone's going to fade Bryson after last year's horrendous play. What are your guys' takes on, uh, Bryson ownership? I mean, I have them at, um, uh, 19.2% owned. He's Bryson. There's no way everyone's fading him. <laughs> yeah. Care. And I, in, in my personal lineups, unless I switch this up, I'm going to be having a ton of Bryson. Yeah. I, I was getting a ton of him, uh, in my stuff. What about you, Matt? Yeah, it's, I'm definitely going to be overweight. It, it really just depends on what, um, you know, how many lineups I end up building. I'm usually more of like, a. Uh, a three max. I, I dabble in some 20 max every so often. Um, I like, I'm never making 150 lineups. So the way I approach things is probably a little bit different. Um, you know, than than somebody who's max entering bigger contests, but I can't imagine, um, being like under 30, 35% on Bryson this week. Yeah. What, what is, what are the public narratives on this? Colin is reminding me of that, uh, from November last year, how he was going to break the course. All the, uh, stuffy old men were, uh, were worried he that he was the 11 or whatever. The, the meme of him counting. Yes. How many is holes? That, is that yeah. the masters? I think yeah. so. Yeah. So what, what is, what is the mainstream media doing with, uh, Bryson right now? 
I mean, I think it's, I think it's a lot, the golf coverage is a lot of the same stuff. A lot of people are, um, you know, just thinking that he, I mean, he can do this at any course. He can completely play a, a different course than everybody else. The way that he, if he wants to attack a course that way. Um, he also had some health issues last in November when, when this was played, like he was getting dizzy spells. Um, and he was like going to all these like specialists and thought there was something wrong with his heart. Like, I don't know if that, <laughs> I don't know if that like repeats. I don't, he said that they never found what was wrong. So that's a little concerning, I guess. But, um, I mean, I feel the same way that I did heading into November, the November masters. Like, I think that he could just, uh, just completely run away with everything and play this course in a way that nobody has ever played it before. Um, and that's like a, that's like a, a, a significant, um, piece of his range of outcomes. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a, a super small chance. I think that that's, you know, a couple percentage points where he just completely, completely dominates everybody. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Should we go down to everyone always likes getting their uh, their cheap guys here if we're, we're going uh, dumpster diving? Uh, Brian, are what, any of these cheap guys showing up in a lot of your lineups? Yeah, de- a decent amount, probably too much. But like I like I said, I, I think some of this is because it's the 50, <clears throat> 50 plus makes the cut and there's like whatever, 70 some legitimate players here. Yeah. So in, in those type of no cut um, – events you're going to get a lot of stars and scrubs lineups you know on average just you know not any specific tournament just because you got guys who are going to make the cut for sure you yeah. know you never know when like an average golfer is gonna uh you know hit, hit you know minus six minus seven on sunday after blowing thursday and friday but it doesn't matter in dfs because you rack up all those points that you never would have got but um what's the uh what what kind of sell what kind of salary are we talking here I think someone in the chat earlier wanted us sub seven. So why don't we, why don't we really go dumpster diving? Okay. I don't have the salaries up. What, what, is, where does that start? What name? Uh, Connors is the first 60. He's Con- 69. Connors, Kokrak and Leishman are 6,900. Okay. I have. Okay. So Connors, I, I am fading. Although, so there's also different than cat, my cat, not my cash games. My cash games are different than my tournament lineups. I would hope so, Brian. Otherwise, we'd have to have a talk about how you approach DFS. <laughs> Maybe we should after <laughs> after this week. I went I went too hard. I think I just looked at how much I entered, and I'm like, that I can't. You can't do that. That's too much money. Fifteen um, percent Cockrack, seventeen uh, percent Harmon. This one, I wish someone would talk me out of. I have fourteen percent Siwoo Kim. <laughs> I can see that face. <laughs> I, no, I was I was just gonna say that I kind of like Siwoo also. Oh no, okay, yeah, I, so. can't, I can't fade him then. Uh, Carlos Ortiz and in cash right now. Okay, sixty five hundred uh, in my cash lineup. Um, I can tell you're feeling generous tonight, Brian. Just giving out all your cash plays. Yeah, that's right. Well, I don't care. Play um, <laughs> me. It doesn't matter. Zoom me head to head, bro. Luck anyways, <laughs> scoop me, bro. Golf's all luck, anyways. Uh, I have fifteen percent Ryan Palmer, which is a little scary. He can get injured here and there too. And uh, I, uh, Matt Wallace, I got nineteen percent. I like Matt Wallace. What about? I have, uh, guys, I have some other guys there. Like I guess if we're talking like long shot, long shot. Um, uh, Burnt Weisberger or Weisberger, however he pronounces it. Yeah. I got a couple, couple shares of him. Um. Uh, you never know, Cameron Champ. Just a couple, you know, maybe one or two. I got three percent. He could bomb it, you know, almost as far as Bryson. Little, little or maybe sprinkle. on average, who, who's on average more? I don't even know actually. Yeah, I, th- I think Bryson has him by a little bit, but he um, he's one of those guys where, like, whenever there's, uh, you know, you, you don't really have to hit fairways, which Augusta definitely fits in that category. Um, it's just so hard not to play a bunch of Cam Champ, even though he hasn't really like done a ton yeah. to, to deserve it. But like, I agree. I, I always find myself playing uh, way more than I should of him. I'm at 3% and I think that's fine. Uh, I yeah. don't want too much more than that. I, I do have, uh, I'm seeing here a little, a little Ian Poulter. Okay. 4% on, on, uh, on Peter's guy. 
I was just going to say, I forgot. What was my relation to him? Oh, yeah. That was you, one of my That guys. was your guy you would pick every week. It's guys. been so long. It's been so <laughs> long. Matt, what about any love for your uh, your namesake? Matt Jones not looking like too bad of a value. Yeah, 6,300. He's he's another guy um, that had some some bad interviews. I, like, I, I, I hate doing this stuff, but like... He, I don't know. Something about these guys named Matt Jones and bad interviews, man. <laughs> yeah. he, he won. He won a couple weeks ago and he was basically like, yeah, I mean, I just won and it took a really long time. So I would be surprised if I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> just really inspiring. Comment. I was like, geez, that doesn't sound good. He's like, yeah, he's like, I was awful, awful on the range. Um, a little bit better on the course. Like that was literally his quote from uh, after his practice round uh, on Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> the, one of the quotes that makes you want to go in and manually uh, bully your, your model. Yeah, exactly. But he, he is a guy that, that popped up a little bit in my perfect lineup percentage. Ryan Palmer um, at a couple hundred dollars more is, is the highest out of the guys at 6,500 and, and below for me. Gotcha. What uh have we talked about Corey Connors? It looks like he's going to be fairly popular there at sixty nine hundred. We we did a little bit. I mean, he's gonna. I have him as the highest owned guy in that. You know, anywhere around him. Okay. Sixteen percent, and I faded him, and I'm assuming that's because that was too much ownership in my sim. So. Yeah, is he a fade for you, Matt? Um. Yeah. I... I just I can't I can't wrap my head around playing him at that at that ownership. Like I think I think he's a fine play and there there might even be value on him uh betting wise, but I can't I can't imagine playing him uh as like Uber chalk at Augusta. All right, we have a question here from Coney Dog. How much Phil? Hmm. I love Phil. Um in real life. Not, <laughs> not in DFS. <laughs> So I have none of them, but um, I mean, a big piece of me just wants to put at least one fill in there. Maybe, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll switch one lineup, but I probably won't though. I mean, he has, he's been looking a little slimmer lately. He's been playing okay, but he is uh, what going to be 51 here coming up. It's pretty tough. Um, I mean, I, I do love Phil, but he'll always, but he always picks up an extra point. Of ownership because he's Phil Mickelson too, so you yeah. don't even get a a freebie who, on him. What do you who the you? who the hell is Will Zalatoris? Never heard I, that name in my life. He's uh he's one of the young young guys. He's a good bet for top debutant. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Or whatever, and he's like, he's legit. Like, he he is sort of in the same, like, pedigree of, like, when Morikawa, Wolf, and Hovland came out, like, he sort of respected... Um, in that, you know, in that sort of like light. Gotcha. All right. He was on the, um, what's the, what's the what, corn fairy tour? Yeah. And so, and he just those smoked guys, everybody. He's 2021. We don't say that anymore, Brian. We don't. Uh, what do we say? <laughs> it's really called the corn fairy tour. Yeah. Well, it was the web.com yeah. tour. And now it's the corn fairy. Yeah. Tour, I prefer I it as the web.com tour. <laughs> I'm sure. Wow, I'm sure web.com does as well. The chat has Willie Z fever and they're going crazy for Zal. Yeah. yeah. He might be higher on than I, than I'm giving him credit for. He, he has the worst hair um, in sports. I think though. Wait, like he's a real bad look. All right. Let's, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Is that a bonus uh, or a negative? <laughs> um, really, really depends. Wait, he, it's not. No, it's you got to find the right picture. I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, that's a face oh. even a mother couldn't love. Like, what's happening here? Okay, no, I'll give you the face. I'm just like, what's wrong with the hair? I, I'll, I'll find, I'll find a good one. Okay. I'll, I'll, 
I'll tweet it at you. I later. mean, because that, that now that's that's very like gelled and slicked back. They're um, I guess more like at the end of a round, like pull off your hat and shake hands uh, type type style. Yeah, is not is not a good scene. Okay, man, he is a baby. Yeah, it doesn't look, it doesn't look that bad. So here's, <laughs> here's three guys I'm currently fading that I think a lot of guys might have some interest in Lee Westwood, um, uh, Louis Ustison, mm. and uh, one more good majors guy. Who was it? Oh, Bubba. So like Lee Westwood just always performs. It seems like, doesn't it? Like in these, he's 15th yeah. highest salary. That's pretty damn high. Um, and he doesn't always, he, and his ownership's never that, that, that high. Um, Bubba's, you know, mass everyone, he plays well at the masters pretty frequently. He's been playing that bad. Um, and Louis, Ustizen, he's probably not going to withdraw. He's one of those withdrawal guys, Peter, who oh, yeah. hit Jason day and him basically. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of scared about that, but right now I have none of all three of those guys. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Any, uh, we'll take some more questions from the chat. We definitely have to do our, our old ritual of, of building a lineup. Uh, this will be, I think my first DraftKings screen share since I finally withdrew my money and put it into NFTs. You know, I had such a good run through the football season <laughs> of just letting my capital just sit there so I could show it off on these live streams, but it's pretty depleted now, guys. Do you have, uh, do you have any, uh, crowns that you can spend um i've depleted most of those too <laughs> down to about 9500 no I, I i mean i have enough to put us in some contests i'm just saying hey the the days of five figures uh are long i gone. was thinking we could bet a winner pick a winner yeah i, I don't know it's no, kind of would ruin the bit yeah i mean normally we just try to build the shittiest possible lineup and the chat just gets you know repulsed by what we would yeah. even trot out there that's gonna happen <laughs> it is a ten dollar millionaire, uh, which I appreciate in this economy. Oh, that's right. Uh, I mean, why why shouldn't we win? Why shouldn't the three of us win the Millie Maker? I mean, if Big T can win these Millie Makers, I mean, why why can't us? Why not RBX us? RBX one one. RBX. What's the latest on RBX eighty eight? Does is he going to remember to submit his lineups tonight? He did last <laughs> week. Okay. Did you hear this story, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> Too much. Is that sex? the players? Uh, was that what contest was that? Yeah, right? was it he, well, week? it was two of them. <laughs> one was the players, <laughs> and then the week after, who was what was the week after? The one before the Valero. Yeah. Same thing happened to Matt about nine months ago, and uh, <laughs> and now, yeah. uh, so RBX eighty eight. <laughs> nine months in a week or two. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, I just. I just can't even imagine. Uh, there's lots of things I would forget uh, setting my lineup for, but probably not having too much sex. Um, God bless RBX. <laughs> All right. Why, why don't we do this? Why don't we, why don't we build a lineup here? Because we do need to save a little time at the end of the show to talk about Vegas Dave. Um, all right. Millionaire maker here. I say we, we go to our guest to honor uh, Matt here to kick us off. Well, Anchor Matt, us. do you have any, before we do this, do you have any hot takes? Yeah. And, uh, um, your your highest owned guy, your biggest fade, anything like that? Anything that sticks out? I mean, I'm I'm like extremely, extremely uh, exposed to uh, Willie Z. So at seventy three hundred, I think we could start there and uh, and get a little crazy. Okay. Sorry, I was talking to the chat. Who am I putting in? Will, Will William Zalatoris. Wow, we're going. I mean, even with that hair, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see it this week, Pete, and you're gonna be like, "Well, Matt was right." I I apologize. I did just notice I have enough crowns to enter this with crowns. So, uh, you know, this is on me, guys. It's on me. Show expense. What a Writing it off. Um, all right, Brian, you go next. All right. Hmm. Should I go mid range or high range? You got anything? How about how about Rory? Okay, 
Matt, what are your thoughts on Rory? Yeah, he really, really well lately. Yeah, I mean, he outside outside of, um, you know, losing like seven strokes putting in two rounds uh, a few weeks ago. Like, I just I, I think that this is the lowest, like under the radar sort of Rory that you could ever possibly imagine coming into the only major that he hasn't won. Um, cause usually that's like the nonstop story and Spieth winning and Bryson hitting at 400 yards just sort of took, took all of the, the wind out of those sails. And, uh, he can kind of just come in now. Um, I don't know. It, I, I think it's fine. I'm probably going to be like around, uh, around like field ownership on him. Um, but I think that he's going to be uh, he's definitely under owned for his ceiling. Yeah. He's the lowest owned in the, that kind of higher stud bracket, but let's, let's just go with him. And I'm happy to change him if we want to like upgrade or downgrade based on the next picks. That is the one thing, Brian and I, we don't, we don't put each other in a corner with these picks. We're willing to, to undo things here to make the worst possible lineup. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys two options of guys I'm considering here. Uh, give you a more expensive guy and a cheaper guy. I'm t- thinking uh, Hovland or Kokrak. You guys have a preference there for the way this lineup is going? Hmm. I mean, that's pretty easy. Like, obviously, you take you take Hovland because he's way better. But uh, <laughs> yeah, salary wise, exactly. I mean, Hovland is a stud. I, I faded him in all my 150, but. You want to hedge him here, Brian? He is a stud. Oh, that's true. That would be a hedge. If this one wins the millie, then it's what, 333000 Yep, DraftKings is having me on their show to talk that, about my process. That should, that should cover you, Brian, right? <laughs> I, you're, you're, not, uh, you're not more exposed than that on no, DraftKings that was this week, are you? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going with Hovland. Uh, I like this idea of... If Brick has an awful weekend, this lineup could be doing real well. <laughs> he could. Those guys in that range, man. Uh. <laughs> okay, it's back to Matt here. And for what it's worth, uh, I I did get a, a report. I got some boots on the ground in Augusta, and I'm hearing very good things about Hovland. So just uh, you never know. We'll say there, there you go. I think I also just figured out a new trick with my screen share. Uh, if I do the Chrome tab correctly and I have the Lulz logo up here, I can actually obscure my balance going forward. <laughs> no one can know. I actually have a hundred thousand dollars in here. You didn't have to come clean there. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, Matt. All right. So we have Zalatoris, McElroy, and Hovland so far. Um, Let's see. I mean, what you want to Dave do think about it. Get that. That's, in your... that's true. What would, what would a goat do? Well, we would be doing this at like four in the morning then, right? We, you got to wake up early if you want to be like Vegas Dave. Mm. Um, I'm thinking, I don't know, Brian, what are, what are your thoughts on Neiman? I like it. I'm like a lot cash and, and tournaments. And I think he's I think he's cheap at seventy four hundred, and then we have eighty two hundred left for each spot. I think that that puts us in a pretty good position to go, you know, high low with the last two spots, or stay kind of balanced. So I typically like to use this lineup as my uh, anti jinx lineup. So I don't like using guys I actually have a lot of, and <laughs> but okay, it's fine. I mean, go ahead. Even- Neiman's a stud, and uh, he's what, like twenty-two. Brian, 23. Brian calls them uh, Pete's sacrificial crowns. You know that they just fall on the landmines for him, so he can win all the other monies. Right. Yeah, I but mean it's he, wild. It hasn't been working out either way, so who cares? This <laughs> ne- Neiman is two years younger than Zalatoris, and and Zalatoris is like the young phenom right now. Wow. Like if you're if you're talking breakout age, like Joaquin Neiman yeah. is that guy. Yeah. And just a great head of hair, too. Either. <laughs> Let's take a look. Yeah, he's 22. Way yeah. less of a punchable face. Oh, he's the best. Nice nice Chilean boy. We're good. <laughs> I don't know. It was. It seemed like that was too easy for you to say the phrase, nice Chilean boy, Matt. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, who's, it, who's it to now? I hope everybody's enjoying my last uh, my <laughs> last appearance on here. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to cancel everybody. Best appearance in society, in civilized society. Uh, what do we got? 8,200 on average. 
You is it? Wanna, oh, it's to you. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Do you guys want to do a good guy, slightly bad guy, or two 8200ers? What do you mean by there's villains in the PGA? Do tell me about them. Well, Patrick Reed is one. Yeah. Okay. People hate Patrick Reed. Um, what did what did Patrick Reed do to people? Oh, he just cheat. he just blatantly cheats. Like he he just doesn't. Um, oh, he I just have seen some of that. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Bryson gets a lot of hate too because he takes so long to hit and stuff. Um, Kepka probably you could say maybe. Please don't dupe us, Jason. I think I'm begging you. <clears throat> Kepka Kepka was hated until he started going on part of my take, and I think now like there's a lot of. There's a lot of love for for mm. Kepka. It does, yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen much chatter on Twitter. Um, another guy I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've earned it. You gave everyone your cash shell, so you're now allowed to just put all your landmines in this lineup. What about <laughs> as long as it's about, not Mari, I'm good. What about Bubba instead of Casey? I love it. There's there's your leverage. Bubba. Did you see did you guys see Bubba's uh Bubba's shoes this week? Yeah. The no, Jordan Fours, they're so they're so nice. Yeah. They look like a St. Paddy's Day one too, kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. All right, I mean let me pull Can these up. It? So we could switch Rory too if if you want to uh pick somebody else here. I just we- no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm good with it. I just want to. These the shoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Those are solid. Okay. I'm a fan. They just seem a little plain. I just, I didn't know how they were grabbing headlines, I guess is what I'm trying it to is, say. It is the Masters. I mean, it's not, it's not going to the club. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pete, Pete hates Jordan Fours. He learned something new every day. I just, I, you guys told me these things. I thought we were going to have like fireworks shooting out of them or something. Like they just look like white tennis shoes to me. It's relative. <laughs> All these things are relative. If How I turn into you? a Who boomer, says tennis shoes. What the hell's happening these, right now? These look like something my grandpa would speed walk around the mall. They're in, like, but... they're shiny on the bottom. That's nice. <laughs> Why don't you ask your club top shot aficionados on whether these are, 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 yeah. are good shoes? Yeah. Ask, ask Ja Rule next time. <laughs> <laughs> about, about the See what Jordan John thinks about. <laughs> I just, I'm just not sure if these are the coolest shoes I've ever seen, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll think about it. I think you're being uh, you're being a little dramatic here. No, they're they're, they're <laughs> cool looking golf shoes. That's not saying much. Golf shoes are not yeah, like, impressive. Pull pull up other golf shoes, and then you'll be yeah. like, oh, those are pretty sick. All right, other pull up those, those new shoes. Those shoes that they, what are those new shoes pull that up. have the. Uh, <clears throat> Pull up Hooters golf shoes. <laughs> well, yeah, he wears Skechers. Yeah, he wears Skechers. <laughs> they look like bowling shoes. Okay, those are atrocious. Yeah, like I mean, so ima- imagine going to play golf in those. You have to set your baseline, you know, in the right place if you're talking about golf shoes. <laughs> okay, all right these these are the sickest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> After looking at Skechers shoes. <laughs> All right, back to back to business. Okay, it's on me for eighty six hundred. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Who do you got in that range? Why don't you scroll down? Yeah. Let's see here. We got Sunjay. Oh, the we got Burger Burgers chalk. We don't have much chalk, so you can do, take whoever you want, really. Okay. Um, yeah. If if you took Burger, this is like my betting card. Like this is like the uh, this is like the opposite of what Brian is saying. Like. If, if, if I'm having a bad week, this lineup is also going to be bad if Burger sucks. Okay. So it sounds like this lineup is going to be bad for both of you, which means this lineup will be great for me. Should I toss this in the punks contest too? Do you, you guys want to go in on No, I can't. I, I, yeah, because then if we win, we could all be fractionally invested in a punk. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, ship you, I'll ship you my share if you want to do it that way too. It's up to you. All right, we'll put we'll put this into uh, I'll put this into the punk contest as well. Awesome, love it. Um, okay, good stuff here. Let's um, we got about ten more minutes here. We do need to talk about Vegas, Dave. Um, 
last week, Brian and I did an expose on his site. We found out that he guarantees uh, 100 and 0 winners. Uh, Brian, did you pull the trigger on the merch? I did. Okay. I believe Brian and I are going to have matching Vegas Dave shirts. <laughs> Not by choice. I wanted the, the Vegas Dave tank. The the pro the link tree tank. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we had uh an article today that came out, and I actually uh well I'll, we'll just set this up. So uh Taylor Stein, I believe, he's been doing uh lots of good uh top shot data analysis, and he found this account, Vegas Dave, on Top Shot that was doing very suspicious activity, funneling moments to his account via these satellite accounts and uh, just extremely kind of like obvious, um, multi-accounting botting type activity. There, there's no way this is actually Vegas Dave, right? I don't know. I thought, so I, after I spread that article, I'm like, maybe I don't know as much about him. So I started Googling his name and, um, he got busted for, giving the sports book um, multiple fake security, social security numbers or other people's social security numbers. So that's what he yeah. got in trouble for. And he was, and he was, and he did win like a whole bunch of futures bets for like millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, so he has, I don't think he's done anything totally illegal. Not that this would be illegal, but the way this, this guy structured this, and by the way, he did. We after our show, what was it like? Two days later, Vegas Dave did release an NFT, which is which is hilarious. Um, well, and there he also had the the Bitclout uh, scandal. Yeah, that's what that he's selling it on, right? Um, well, you know I thought that works. I thought he created what I heard was he created a fake uh, account, uh, an Elon Musk account, and bought it up to make it look like Elon Musk was in investing in Vegas, Dave. <laughs> and then he, you see, he got accused of um, like selling his own, you know, after like taking a profit. Yeah. And he's like, no, I would never do that. And someone, someone wrote like Vegas, Dave finally understanding what, the blockchain. What, an, what an online ledger means. <laughs> it's like, we could see, we could see the transactions, Dave. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's had quite like a week in the news here. Um Yeah, who knew he would he would just get get back in the get into the action. Yeah, I was trying to find some of the the other news stories here. We just randomly talked about him too, like Yeah. Uh he, he didn't call that 60k by the way. That was that was sharp. He did say Okay, here, yeah, and Scott BDG, here he is. Uh, when can we buy Peter Overzet coin on BitCloud? Uh, I did just squat on my account name uh, just to make sure uh, no one uh, grabbed it, but I have no idea what's going on over there. <laughs> um, but this is Scott here. We got Vegas Dave update, a normal day on, on BitCloud, daily low 4K, current price 5,900 here. Um, this is actually incredible. Some of his posts here. Someone just asked me if I'm worried if we can't cash out here. My reply, I'm not trying to make money. I'm not chasing the money. I have money. I'm here to build a legacy and help others. Not worried now about getting my buddy back. I play the long-term game. How did he not say the words community during that post? <laughs> I mean, I think he does say it somewhere in one of these. Uh, let's see. Said- Sharing all my knowledge with my top holders. Remember, I make 100 to 200K a day from home off my phone. No overhead, no employees. We've seen your uh, your website. We know there's no overhead. Leases, <laughs> no headaches. I'm going to help all my top coin holders with all my business tips so they can become financially free. I mean, it sounds good. Oh, uh, And one final thing. Yes, I will invest more money in my coin. But I'm not going to announce it as last time people sold because they knew the coin would spike up in price. But yes, I'm buying. And I have another person putting six figures on me too. It will happen this week. Is his name Elon Musk? <laughs> God, Vegas Dave, man. So if he, so if he is okay, so Pete, Peter thinks it, he did not do the Top Shot scam. I don't. I probably am leaning that way. But if he is like 
okay, he's obviously in the NFT space now. He's trying to do like little scams like the Elon thing, maybe selling and he didn't realize. So it's possible, right? And who would do who would name themselves Vegas Dave? Who well, how about this? I would name myself Vegas Dave as a bit. I get that. Like it's kind of funny. But then pull then do something like that. But there's lots of names on Top Shot like that. Like there's lots of NBA player names that aren't actually, you know, like there's only one that's done this scam as far as we know. Yeah. It just seems like way too uh, well orchestrated of a plan for Vegas Dave to pull off. (laughs) Well, yeah, it could be, but it could be someone like, Hey Dave, I got this idea. Can we, you front the money and we'll make all these accounts. Right. And it's kind of like obvious where they have the subsidiary account. So he can just say, like, I got it from this guy. I don't know about all these other accounts. I got it from one guy. What am I supposed to do? Right. So he kind of has what, what what's that? Uh, what's that? Plausible shit? deniability. Plausible deniability. Um, and if I was making a fake account and then going to do a scam, I wouldn't do Vegas Dave because that kind of might bring like attention to scamming. You would think too, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. But you also maybe some somebody's like, if I do Vegas Dave, they could think um, the actual Vegas Dave, and it'll get get right get, get people blaming him. But I think that's that doesn't make much sense. I think if I was like going to do some scam, I would just do you know John, you know something vanilla, right? And I just also don't you think this was a a pretty coordinated effort with how many accounts you needed involved. I mean, does he even really have, he just told us he has zero overhead, no employees. Like who is his community that is doing this for him? Uh, that's why I think Probably somebody gave away free packages. Somebody approached him probably. Yeah. It's funny. Cause there's a, there's an it's Vegas Dave and a Vegas Dave. Uh, and there I'm looking at live token right now and there's, there's, you know, gifts back and forth uh, with grailed and, and Vegas Dave through it's vegas dave as well like this it wouldn't surprise me if he was that stupid but it also seems like it would be too stupid to to actually like why would you ever do that (laughs) it would it would honestly be hilarious if he came out with like a top shot tout course and it was just all like pump and dump uh random moments uh on the site like it's bruno fernando week we've seen a lot of suspicious activity with this series two bruno fernando moment (laughs) Vegas Dave buying him up like he's awesome. buying up cool cats. Uh, it'd be a grand old time. <laughs> um, yeah, man, Vegas Dave. I it's it's honestly shocking. Did he get? I don't think he got into the ICO boom um, in 2017 because he would have loved that. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, Matt, it, are, it makes sense. I don't think the Bitcoin probably wasn't popular enough to be on his radar. <laughs> he waited until it got to yeah. 60,000 yeah. before he started touting Bitcoin. And I don't think yeah. he knows that he can sell like parts of a Bitcoin, right? Wasn't that no. a thing too? He was selling just one single Bitcoin and buying one single Bitcoin at a time. The way he writes about <laughs> it, Brian, I am absolutely convinced he thinks you can only buy one Bitcoin at a time. Yeah. Like, like, I think he thinks of it like a silver dollar that you put into like a coin <laughs> yeah. machine. And then it's like, you know, you have $2. I could buy one drink for $1 and another drink for another dollar. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, you can only put the silver dollar in there as a deposit. You can't just, you know, you can't just like break the silver dollar up and buy one pot. And he, the other reason I, is because he always spells it as two, as two separate words, bit and coin. <laughs> like, like he he does not understand the concept of it as a currency. He thinks there's actually yeah. all these big giant coins hidden around the world. He's like, where I are they keeping one these? One Bitcoin on there. I put uh, one Bitcoin on there. It's like, why would you say one? Why would you? Why one? Like, who does? Do you do you go and look and like fifty eight thousand seven hundred and sixteen dollars fourteen cents? One Bitcoin I put on there exactly. Like who does that? Like. I imagine him like going on an exchange and like fat fingering it. And it's like, Oh, it's like 1.01 Bitcoin. And he like calls him up and he's like, I think something's wrong with your site. It's letting me buy 1.01 Bitcoin <laughs> right now. Um, Matt, Maybe that'll you, be uh, part of his program when he figures that out. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. 
I yeah, I really hope he launches like a Bitcoin masterclass uh, on his through his website. Um, Matt, do you do you own any NFTs? Have you been in the Top Shot space? Uh, yes, I was. I was lucky enough to pull and sell a Lamello. Uh, I am not. I I have recently found myself with less time. Um, but yeah, no, I've been I've been screwing around a little bit with the Top Shot. Uh, here and there just trying to get some packs and stuff yeah wow okay so you're one of the flippers that is kind of destroying our community is what you, you know I'm, I'm actively actively just trying to get the hell out to be totally frank <laughs> <laughs> here's, okay here's another reason why it's probably not vegas dave he i think he said that first account was march 29th i don't think vegas dave would have been in that early because when did we start talking about it peter March, right? Yeah. And we were pretty early. Um, it's possible, but he doesn't seem to be like a front runner. Yeah. He would have had to seen it like go crazy. Yeah, before. like this is gonna be big. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but he uh, maybe. Yeah. It's... I feel more he's more like, oh, Bitcoin's at fifty nine thousand. Okay, I'll just hop on now. <laughs> maybe there's something here. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like NFTs are selling for millions of dollars. Okay, I'll make an NFT too. It, not not like starting a trend. It is honestly insane though. Like what his like his engagement on Twitter is like one of the most insane things I've ever seen. In that it's really bad engagement just by a number standpoint. It'll be like only eight or nine replies, and everyone just going hard at him as possible. And I'm not saying he deserves it. I'm just saying like there's not like when you go on the counselors like Instagram page on Instagram, like it's like 50, 50, you know, a bunch of people bag him a bunch of like, thanks King. Great picks. Like whatever but like, for, for Vegas Dave, it's just an assault. Like I just, I, I wonder what his psychology is reading those mentions. It, and they're fake. They're the likes are fake. I put some on my uh, Twitter. It's like the guy's handle is Vegas. Dave is the goat or something like that. It's like, that is not fucking real. And, and like, as soon as it was like 17, dislikes 10 retweets zero likes and i was gonna i was gonna screen cap it go, go like oh, a little ratio here and then like two likes came up i'm like shit that ruins my joke <laughs> like click down the likes and it was vegas davis goat or whatever i don't remember what they were but they're clearly clearly fake yeah like how do you how do you have like 70k followers and get like three likes on every that's literally everything that you put out we've been saying this for months and and I didn't bring this up on our last show. He has 3.5 million Instagram followers, right? Is there even 3.5 million sports book accounts <laughs> in the country? He, should, he couldn't even come up with a realistic number of bots <laughs> to buy. <laughs> like if you get rid of the offshore accounts, there's probably not 3.5 million sports book accounts in the country. The, the other funny thing, as far as I know, how those um, like bot buying accounts work is because uh, this comedian, Joe Mandy, had done it like way back when. I mean, I'm talking like 2010, 11 had got to a million Twitter followers through bots. And he said he had to just keep paying and paying because they prune them and they come through. So you'd lose like you'd wake up and be like, I just lost 100,000 of these. And so then he'd buy it back like. Vegas Dave must just constantly being, ha you know, have to re refill these uh, these fake followers. <laughs> did you did you see the 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 little Instagram he did where he was trying to tout his Emma, uh, his uh, NFTs and he had the he had his whatever bag with money in it and he dumps it out. No, <laughs> did I didn't. Even, so he I didn't. dumps out the money and then he's got a money counter. And so he takes off the whatever rubber band and then starts counting the money as he's doing his pitch. It's so stupid. It's like, why, why, why would you take the rubber band off and then start counting it? Like that's I, like you count it and you put a rubber band on there. Why are you doing it twice? This doesn't make any sense. Vegas Dave. I do love the money counter prop. I actually looked into one of those for man's cause I thought it would be a great, they're like $600. Uh, oh. I was like, that's a little bit out of my bit budget right now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, it, it's good bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric says he's met him in person, and he's uh, he's just as slimy in person. I'd I'd get drinks with Vegas Dave. Uh, okay, uh, guys, thank you for hanging out for tonight's uh, Vegas Dave and Masters preview. Uh, Matt, appreciate you uh, swinging by and uh, classing up the joint.
Of course, man. Thank you guys for having me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad to do it. Yeah. So if you guys, uh, aren't familiar with Matt's stuff, uh, check him out on Twitter. There's his Twitter handle right there at Matt Jones TFR. And he's got an article up, uh, master's preview on Rotoviz has the podcast. Um, do you guys have any promos going for Rotoviz? How to uh, get access to that? Uh, every, everything golf wise is free right now. So there you go. Check it out. Thanks. Get, uh, get the good stuff for free. Brian, uh, you posted your ownership up on brick75.com. That's uh, up there, free account, right? If people just register. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and as always, uh, we have the iTunes version. Uh, Brian uh, just sent me a screenshot of some of our ad royalty. I think you said you owed me $5.16. Is that right, Brian? And it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. So the more you guys download our podcast, <laughs> exactly. the more that number creeps up into the $10 range. Yep. Uh, All right, guys. So uh, for Matt, for Brian, I'm Peter. This is Lulz. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big-